Hi guys, so welcome to Three Berks on One Pod. These are the opinions you didn't know that you needed to hear. Welcome to Free Works One Pod. This is Belter. Joined to me by always Barry IE and Big Red, and two special guests today. These two lovely chicks behind me. And before you shout pound, not them oh. chicks, chicken chickens. Yeah, lad. This is the first pod we've ever done where I mean, me, I always in the same place via Zoom. But where the fuck are you, lad? Are you in a fucking I don't know, old Tamashanta farm or something? <laughs> in the garden, mate. And I'm a Tory, and this cunt <laughs> is sitting in his garden with chickens. Wasn't you? Didn't you eat their eggs the other day? And you can't get off the like the loons. Correct. Even <laughs> e- even big red's internet doesn't reach that far to his garden. <laughs> so what? I got these um, <clears throat> two boosters in my house, and I've got super internet all over the house. So you know, I hate oh, the Tory God. banter. Here, here but, we go. Yeah. Here we go. Boosters. <laughs> I am booster. Booster. But we can't start the pod, lad, without saying, well, two things. But first one, look at this Paris pedo. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Every fucking week. He's always rocking the merch. I'm usually back late from work, so I've got my shirt on. But he's sitting there in a fucking Paris t-shirt. I would like to say I was into the Paris stuff long before fucking Messi jumped on board. Mm. Do you know what? I've seen that. As you've just mentioned, that you've seen it. He tried to cut half his wages to stay at Barca's, didn't he? But they just weren't having none of it. Yeah, because half his wage is like fucking one billion. Half I mean, his wage is five hundred thousand a week. He's almost done a million a week, right? And then he gets eight million in appearances and then fifteen million in bonuses. Well, who the hell can afford? Well, obviously PSG can afford that, but that's yeah. ridiculous. It looks like he's signing at PSG for. Yeah. 650k a week and that's just his wage never mind the bonuses but yeah i mean that is the second biggest news story of the week number one is it's fucking ie's 33rd birthday happy birthday lad yeah thank you thank you you got anything special planned our kid going to um conway gonna have a weekend in conway at um conway park (laughs) <laughs> no. Hamo Square. On, uh, yeah, on um, f- uh, the in-laws lodge. So we're gonna go there, have like a nice meal somewhere, and then um, just get a bit pished. You know what I mean? And uh, the kids will enjoy. Hopefully the weather's the weather's looking. It's up and down. We can't really guarantee the weather, but if it's down. nice, we'll go to Conway Beach, and we'll have like I don't know, build some sandcastles and shit. But obviously, if the evening get a bit pished, cards against humanity and stuff, and you know, yeah, I love that. Just be thankful you can do something, mate. My last two birthdays have both been in fucking COVID lockdowns. Would you know what? Yeah, all yours have, yeah. I was going to ask you... They ended the lockdown, and then, like, literally fucking two days before my birthday, we're like, yeah, let's just go back in lockdown. (laughs) You was in a hot tub your last one, weren't you? I think both of them, mate. (laughs) I was going to ask both you lads what your favourite birthday was, but... We haven't got much time left because I know what time it is. You know what time it is. And the listeners know what time it is.
So as we know, boys, every single week, that noise means one thing. It's our favourite round, the listeners' least favourite round, and it's time to get to know the Burks. So, boys, as always, I've got a few pre-planned questions. And question number one, as we're talking birthdays, what was the best birthday that you've ever had? I think mine, it was just because I've never really had, like, a lot of stuff. Always been a very bit of a pauper as a kid. But there was this one year when I lived in Rock Ferry. I know, yeah. I lived in uh, Rock Ferry at the time. My dad was with this this lady. And um, my dad sent me down to go and get... My dad used to buy fags off this guy down the road. (laughs) So my dad sent me down to pick up the fags. And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a proper bear dad sent me down to pick up the fags and then they kept me there for a little while but with, with family I weren't getting like molested or anything and um, <laughs> after about half an hour they sent me back up the road and said go and give your dad his fags and as I got up the road there was a bouncy castle there waiting for me I've never had one before I was before I went to Norwich so I was about 8 or 9 years old never had one before and it was this whole party was just for me we had like this cake with like my name on it didn't have Barry on it I was a bit disappointed but we had just, it was just everything there, just like the, this bouncy castle on the front, all the neighbours got involved, and I, that was just like my best memory for the birthday. I was nine years old, I think. Eight, eight nine, boss. You're still a bit of a bouncy castle nonce now, aren't you? Well, yeah, we bought the, I bought the kids one during the, um, the last lockdown that we had, and we, we, we do tend to get it up quite regular, to be fair, piss the neighbours off so much. <laughs> That classic, I brought the kids one. Yeah, we've all done yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And that only did it so James could do him, Kurt Angle on it. <laughs> oh, it's, it's true. It's fucking spandex. It's, it's damn true. true. It's damn. <laughs> also, I think, like, obviously the pound shout's done now, but I think if the pound shout was ever to come back in play, I want yours to be fucking Norwich, lad. Because the amount of times you go on about fucking Norwich, I do. Smith Canary <laughs> fucking nods. <laughs> Where are you? You know what? Let's be having you. It's such a good place to live. Nice fires. Countryside, a lot of fresh air, a lot of bonfires going on. It's great. (laughs) I love the car bonfires. It's great. Are the uh, the pound shells done? Or we can? Can I talk about Titanic? Yeah, Yeah, all you want. Donated money, haven't we? It's gone now. Donated to Mikey's brothers. Happy days. Mike, what was your best birthday? Um. Well, not to sound like a Paris. <laughs> <laughs> not to sound like a Paris nonce, but it'll be going when I went to Paris years ago. Oh God! I'm, I'm, I'm a Paris nonce. And I'm a Disney nonce, and I got two together. So yeah, There's a bit no like heroin for me that. <laughs> See, did you have the Mickey ears on? Was you the full like oh, basic mate, tourist? When I'm at Disney, yeah, I go all out. Me, mate, I'll get fucking big Mickey hats. I'll get the lot, me. Proper you go and see them all in that? And I get oh, I giddy. Up, mate. Push the kids out the way. Fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> see, I can't really say my favourite one Van sound like a Tory, but it Where's was my... Where's the Titanic um, Museum? Well, it was... Uh, <laughs> no, I went wig shopping. No, it was on my uh, 30th. I went to New, New York, baby. And um, oh, it was amazing. I went to like Madison Square Garden. I seen the Impractical Jokers live. I went to watch Wicked, which I know, Impractical Jokers live. Yeah, man. Um, you got me into them. It was uh, yeah, that was just before your wedding. And um, yeah, I remember we watched that actually on the day of or the morning, uh, the day yeah. before. But on, yes, on the morning of my wedding, I, I was watching Raw the night before. Raw is war. 
and I was just woke up super early with jet lag. Seeing they were playing in the Carolinas on Broadway, uh, it was like twenty dollars a ticket. So I went there. Raw. It was fucking amazing. No, not Raw. Amazing. I was watching Raw the night before. Hardcore. Oh. You know the score. Three 0 What? Three 0 What? Yeah, I, went, I was watched like Wicked. I went to the nine eleven museum. Oh, it was just. Oh, it was amazing. Best birthday ever. You love your musicals, don't you, Mike? Yeah, I do. I think I remember saying to him, like, do it. You, you'll you'll think you're going to hate it, but I bet you any money when it's finished, you message me saying that. That was fucking unreal. As we know, I'm a bit of a crier, and <laughs> I loved uh, The Wizard of Oz growing up. I watched that with my mum loads. That was, like, one of our films. I didn't realise Wicked was, like, a prequel to it. So yeah. sitting there thinking, yeah. what the fuck? Why is that? Why is there like the Wizard of Oz map on there? And then he started singing, and I was just like, oh my god, <laughs> give me some tissues. <laughs> yeah. The problem was Great it was song. like I had happy and sad tissues. I'll leave that one there. What is the best party game that you boys have endured whilst we've been having these soirees throughout our lifetime? I like. Do you know what? It's only because I was a bit sadistic as a kid. Musical chairs. I didn't want to win. I just wanted to pull the chair from underneath the person who was about to sit on it. And that's the only reason why I love the game. <laughs> Did you do it in a car? So it was like, you can't sit on this one, the seatbelt's over it, or was it just like actual manager? I had ejector seats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, past the parcel for me. Like, it just just what a classic game. game. You, you can't yeah, beat it. it. And you think when it gets like, when it gets like a couple of layers off it and you think, shit, it's going to be the last one. I've actually won a present and it's got a fucking another layer on it. Then you'd always get that one kid who hangs on a little bit too long. Yeah. And then everyone starts it gets competitive heat. though, that game, doesn't it? It is very competitive. And then you think it's fixed. They don't like me. They've picked yeah. the ugly but kid then, or the fat when kid. You, when you win, you're so made up, but then you find out you've got a present that's actually worse than something you get out of a fucking cracker. Yeah. The thing is, nowadays, what they do past the parcel, each layer, because everyone wants to win something, each layer has a present in it. That's so actually, yeah. That's so 2021, fucking no. Everyone's a winner. Everyone's a winner. That's not the game. You need to have a bit of competitiveness in you. That's not the game. My favourite game would probably be... Well, I'm not a nonce, so it's nothing to do with kids. So mine <laughs> Monopoly. is... Monopoly. Monopoly. <laughs> I win every time. Trivial pursuit. <laughs> mine, I'd say it would be shut the box. So you get one or two dice and you roll it uh-huh. and you've got to close. <laughs> and there's a reason I'm telling this story, actually, because I had a little <laughs> uh, a Chester soiree for my birthday recently. And I was playing with Ie, and the wife made some jelly shots. Right. And me and I were like, oh, we'll play it. Loser does a jelly shot. So we got, I don't know, I think I closed one box, uh, one thing down. And I said, oh, by the way, if you do shut the box, you have to have a... Don't speak. I haven't finished. I haven't finished, lad. If you shut the box, it's a double shot. So on my first go, I shut the box. Now, I don't think I've explained that very well. There's nine counters you got to add them up, you've got to roll the dice, you take them away, and you win. And it's quite hard to do. I shut the box. My friend Boxer, you came and shut the box twice in a row. And uh, I shut the box. They're playing for free, and I did a shot for him for that. But you you, you tried to double or nothing halfway through the game. So you can't... You set the rules at the start of the game, not a problem. It's all right. You if you're scared, are you? It's all right. Yeah. If you, that's what you're trying to beat me. If you're scared, do five shots him. <laughs> I'm not. I, I even said yes. I'm scared. Then I'm scared. Listen. But them, them shots weren't shots, mate. 
I was expecting to do a jelly shot because I'm not really good at shots. I thought jelly shot, piece of piss, whip them down. Jazz did like 50% vodka in them. She did, yeah. And then someone else told me that you were saying, no, nah, that's not enough. And you was going round each, every other one, putting a little bit more vodka in them and shit. Like, that was too much vodka in them. The sweets didn't even help because that tasted the vodka. They went all slimy and gooey as well. <laughs> that was like a gooey slug of vodka sliding down your throat. That was disgusting. So basically what you're saying is Jasmine's hard work and effort was all shite. No, I had, I had quite a few of them shots, to be fair. Mm. Even when it did be speech, Jasmine threw me a shot, so I have to do that as well. Listen, IE, you weren't going to ruin my special day. That was my special day. Today's your special day, so we'll be nice. But you fannied out. And, um... <laughs> I, I coughed on a new guy I'd never seen before. I tried to do, like, the second shot. Oh, I yeah. I, I scooped it up with a spirit. I <laughs> coughed it out. It was so <laughs> fucking strong. I'd got it all over his jeans. Well, Bring us on to my next question. So, lads, when was the last time you went to a birthday party and coughed on someone? Psych! <laughs> that was getting to know the birds! So, since this is about birthdays and that, then the most recent birthday, obviously, was the, the one that uh, Big Red celebrated about two weeks ago in Chester. Uh, a week ago, lads. A week ago. And it's, it's IE's birthday today. Party. Last party that night. Uh, did you say Tory? Gone. I know I spoke over you then, lad. Come on. Mate, it was a bit Tory. You had fucking um, sushi bar and everything set up. I had, you did. I had one platter of sushi. Come on. I would you know like what? to put I... a complaint in now. I was expecting beetroot and goat cheese pizza. There was none of that there. Do you know what, I boys? wanted to try it. I told you I was going to do it, but because it got so close to the end, like as we were building up to it, I just didn't have the time to go out and get pizza bases and I wasn't going to make dough fresh. I had like I reckon his, his nerves got him. He and, didn't um, want to disappoint the bears, did he? No, but his I, nerves got him. I, scared. I, he shits himself. He shits himself. He's scared. Why not get five? Why not get five? Shit fucking himself. shut up, lad. I had beetroot and goat cheese in the fridge, but I just didn't have a, a chance to do it. Don't speak to me about scared, lad. We just said about you having the jelly shots. And like the only thing I seen your ass quiver more I for scared. was when you I stood up it. when you were trying to do your fucking little uh, best man speech that you had to pay out in your forfeit from the Euros podcast. That speech, though, so many people said it was better than the original. Sorry, Barra. But um, <laughs> we're going to have to play it for the listeners. So well, to be the fair, next 10 yeah. minutes will, will be IE's speech. So, so enjoy. Yeah. We'll play IE's speech. Get in touch with us at Freebergs One Pod on Twitter and Instagram or via the website Freebergs One Pod.co.uk. You ready, boys? You ready to listen back to this? I am. So, welcome to Freebergs. Sorry, wrong, wrong game. Wrong notes. I got a microphone in front of me and I automatically want to promote it. So well, we're back to my best man's speech. Five years late. Thank you very much. It is five years, isn't it? Can you explain the story? Why it's the next Scott. Well, will do. So I'm here today. James did ask me to be the best man. He likes to get it in every other week, at least once a week. Then he asked me, and then Leon asked me. So as a forfeit, we had a bet on the Euros. I did the worst. Where are we the jelly shot? Get him a jelly shot. I'm here today to do you guys. A shit speech. Here you go, Scott. Do a jelly shot. This ain't going to go down very well. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Norman. Normal speech. It won't go down at all. He's got it. He's got it. Woo! You did it. You did it. You did it. 
So, man and James' friendship started a very long time ago. Get effort, but the gooch. My dad used to tap James's nan's ass. Nowhere to lie! Nowhere to lie! As a result, I used to have to get minded. And James's mum kindly offered when my dad went to Cougarville. Me and James became friends. We went to nursery together, we went to school together. We weren't exactly the cool kids, nor the popular kids. We were the in between us. However, I do think I was slightly popular than James, because I had a nickname. I was called Lineker. Last name's Walker. Gary Lineker sponsors Walker's Crisps. There you go. We had a fat guy called Dean, called him Dean the Bean the Mean Machine. Tom Baraclis got a massive head, we called him Moonhead. James, I think James felt left out. So he tried to start his own nickname. And for not years that that know, he tried to start the math man. We probably about eight or nine. We haven't even hit puberty yet. Speak for yourself. And he still hit he still put man in the title. The math man. Safe to say it never took off. Our friendship blossomed even more. We went to high school. James continued to try and be cool. There was this one lad in James in James's other road, Patterson Street, the road next to him. He was a mosher. He pulled this really thick beard, Natalie Tannock. Totally fit. She was fit, to be fair. And then James... Me, by the way. And then James thought, how I've got to pull the down, I need to become a mosher. He became a mosher, he used to wear chains on his jeans. This was for quite a while. Mosher, slipknot tops and all sorts. And he still didn't pull a girl. So he still wasn't cool. Again, our friendship wasn't... James. Whatever James was, I wanted to be. We'd start the, we were going to start the army together. We did our training, and James let a bombshell out that he used to get blackouts. So I dropped out because James got kicked out. Then we started nursing. James applied for the nursing course first, didn't get in. I applied, got in straight away. James only got in because mummy appealed on his behalf. <laughs> So we got in. <laughs> and as everyone knows, James is not a boring character. He always causes controversy. He used to get me into trouble a lot of times. We did a Duke of Edinburgh once. And we were trying to do this thing as you know, you scare girls and you're trying to be this flirty person, you're trying to be nasty to them, but you like them. We got a bit sidetracked and we robbed a canoe. <laughs> all, all James's idea. I do think I got a bit too happy with myself, tried to laugh and I farted and I shouldn't, I shouldn't have trusted the fart when it did. So I had to go back. I'm not, I'm, I'm not quite sure if uh, if James tried to run out on some girls in a cockerel funk at one point. If it, if maybe that was me, but if not, it happened. <laughs> So we did that. And then he stayed with the nursing thing. He's, he's kind of gone into looking after people. Support worker, become a manager, got a great job. He's met the love of his life, Jasmine. No. <laughs> great girl. When I seen Jasmine, I thought, you know what? Way too good for James. I'm way out of his league. Yeah. But now, Five years later, I still think she's way out of your league. Yeah. Yeah.
<laughs> Do you know what, mate? Listening back to it as well, it still fucking makes me laugh. Like, you did bury me, and I love the way you pushed the pod at the start, because I was quite disappointed, actually. Some of the people that we had there hadn't listened to the pod yet. I did have three bikes, one pod beer mats, and I was giving them our business cards. But, man, that was a, it was a really good speech. Bit of a burial. The wife was a bit cringed. And do you know that song at the end? She thought you wrote that. No, and do you know what? I want to say at the start, like, I've wrote a song for you all, but then I'm glad I didn't because it was a lad called in. I don't know his real name, but Boxy was there. Yeah, Nick. And he said, oh, bit of Tenacious D there. I was like, yeah, yeah, bit of Tenacious D. So I'm so glad because I knew not a lot of people would know that song. Yeah. But I'm glad I never said that because he would obviously would have called me out. But I thought, do you know what? I wasn't even that nervous about doing it. But I was like thinking about it as I was trying to go to sleep, and I couldn't fucking sleep thinking about the fucking speech. The way you got to the song, like, was fucking brilliant. And then the song makes it. The song was just the best bit. You, you, you executed it so well, mate. Yeah. I think the way I got to the song as well, like, Jasmine thought it was something else the way yeah. I was going to go. She was going to mention the orange um, or the fluorescent orange vest top. Yeah. And it was just a different story. So it was just, it was, it was good. And I'm, I'm pleased with myself. I thought it did okay. I was a bit nervous. But... Just for my, just for myself and the listeners, what's the orange for the lesson story? I think it was when James was it Cherry Road you used to live in. Mate, don't tell everyone my addresses. That's half my passwords. <laughs> yeah, that's your old address. But yeah, I think it was Cherry Road. I think me and me and your brother and you went out for a night out. We went out. We got bladdered. Jack was spewing up in the bog, and I just like come out my boxes, but it's had me flor- this fluorescent fucking orange vest top on and Jasmine come out of your bedroom to, maybe to go to the toilet she goes oh fucking hell Scott you're going to make me sick in that <laughs> <laughs> it was so fluorescent but as you have I've listened to the last pod you have slagging me off I've got a very weird sense of dress style you know what I mean but a very weird fashion style very floral very out there believe that so then with this orange top was that meant to be a pool table as well <laughs> I was ping pong lad. That was of my own volition, mate. I bought that from Primark. I bought an orange one, a yellow one, and a green one to go on to go on all the earth. And to be fair, I thought to look the bee's knees, mate. <laughs> you look like a bee, lad. You were so bright. <laughs> I thought to look amazing. Well, you done that speech, obviously, and it was a fucking belter. Harry was there, who guest starred on the North First South pod, and his wife to be was there, and they were like, "Oh, hope your song, um, hope your speech is gonna be as good as that." And then I went to his, um, like family party uh, last weekend, and everyone was asking me about the speech, like his mum, his dad, his like his stepmom and stuff like that. But I was a bit pissed, so all I was doing was just being really rude and inappropriate and all my like anal sex and stuff. So they were all there, like, "Oh my god, you're gonna stand up in the front in front of the family," and I'm there, like, "Yeah, you're your best man, aren't you?" Yeah, hat trick ball, lad. I better get invited to that wedding. Me, me and H are like that now. Yeah, we're entwined. Why are you doing like the sex thing? <laughs> <laughs> anal, <laughs> as you said. That was definitely my favourite part of the that birthday. I love the fact that when we arrived, Jazz said to me, she never says this, like, oh, just text when you get home. Oh, but, sorry, when you're on your way home. So I was like, that's, that, I didn't think it was weird, but I just thought... You said it in the car easy. as well, didn't you? On yeah. the way up? I was like, why? I don't know why she's asking me. I'll be home when I'm home. Like, it doesn't matter. We're going to be early or on time. And then I, we were driving. We just got on the motorway and I put my car in sport mode so I get a touch on. 
And I said to Belter, like, oh, text Jazz just to let her know. As we pulled in the driveway, she had like a six foot cardboard cut out of me in this really, really gimpy pose. No, it was shorter than me, lad. This gimpy pose of me on the fucking holly bobs in me Tommy Hilfiger's like slide as Tommy Hilfiger's shorts like a fucking Tory. Right, can you see that? Uh, I can see a bit, yeah. What is it? I knew about it. You rat. Oh, did you? Oh, I told them were like five minutes away, set it up. You such a oh, rat. Yes. All here, I did and everything. I just, I just let her know when we were close. Who ratted us out the last time in the pod when we were talking to the birds? Was that IE or you? Me. Oh, like, oh you too. Questions and shit. Yeah. Fucking hell. That was. But really you know what? Good that banter. was so funny. We pulled up, and you know what? That kind of went on throughout the party as well because. Everyone was getting pictures with it, and it was just fucking boss. And the, the most, the, I've got like loads on my phone now. My reel is just like loads of pictures with like me, Belter, you with you, which is even weirder. It's <laughs> <laughs> even weirder. You're taller than you, so that was weird. And then also, you said that was a smaller version of you, but I'm still like looking up. But that was weird. And the other one is. I didn't know you had such a hard on for dragons. Oh, fuck off. I, until your your neighbours came round and they were like, I was like, why is he gonna is this just because he, he lives near Wales? Because we've took the piss out of you once or twice because you live in CH3 or I don't know, CH2. Stop giving everyone my fucking address, lad. <laughs> CH2, number four, Harden <laughs> Avenue. And um Seven seven one one is the uh, is three digits in the back of his card. One two four 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 six zero four is his phone number, and um, I just thought maybe because you're like you're near Wales, you just got this thing for you as a dragon. But you're a proper dragon, non you? Right. So let me tell you the truth. So yeah, they got me a gift, and it was I love my fancy dress, as you guys know, and as Mikey done on my oh, birthday yeah. post where I dress as fucking wrestlers all the time. Um, everything they got me this blow up thing so it looked like i was sitting on top of this fucking dragon and yeah the story goes i was just drinking with the neighbors we pulled the fence panels out the kids were playing together and i just don't know how i had a few drinks just being a bit silly saying i got turned down by turned on by dragons must have been talking about game of thrones or something and then it just manifested into something and now apparently i'm like a pure dragon pedo I, I just don't know what to say about it, but yeah. But don't give me all this shit. Come on, we had Pavarotti down here singing the greatest showman in front of everybody. Mate, I, I, I sang the first song, which I'm glad, obviously on the speech and that. But then it was like we kept going and then. Hey, I we got the band back today. together, lad. We did. Oh, we did. We got um, G2, G2 back, back together <laughs> singing uh, Mustang Sally. We made up. Horny Shawnee is no more. <laughs> it's back to G2. But then, yeah, I was I was talking to them, one of the lads. I think I was talking to Joey and your next door neighbour, and I just found myself recording Mikey from now on, <laughs> singing like the fucking greatest showman. And I ended up get, getting on it with him, and I was like, I don't even know the fucking words. But right. it's like you oh guys gave me so much shit in the Desert Island podcast, and this cult was like, "Oh, the Beatles! I'm from Liverpool. I can't say chicken without sounding like a dickhead." And then he's there singing fucking Hugh Jackman, trying to fucking give it the bifters. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> the Berkhead Pavarotti lad. What can I say? You got the you for it. It was so funny. It was unbelievable. I get on. You can't compete with Mike when he's on it. And then do you know what? The thing is, when Mike when he's on um, 
karaoke. Same with me. As soon as you add your karaoke machine out, James, it's just like um, it's heroin. If there's a microphone there, mate, we are getting on that karaoke. He goes, do you want to do Grease? I'm like, yeah, all right. He goes, well, do you want to be um, Sandy or um, or Danny? I'm like, I'll be Sandy then. Well, some loving happens so fast. <laughs> and then we just start doing some loving. And it's so bugs. fucking funny. And we couldn't stop. Then we go to a Moana. Is that why, we though, do... you were in my wardrobe looking for my leather jacket? And you asked Jazz if she had a pink one, but she didn't have a pink jacket. And there was a pink jacket in my wardrobe, and you put that on instead. Um, <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> you know what? I've, I've got to say about that party, though. Every single time we go out, we have this obligatory arm wrestle. It has to be done. Mm. So I did it. He beat me like three times in a row. One time, I, th- I think he was letting me have a little go and then he smashed my arm to one side. And the arm has not been right since. No way. I think I've pulled him. I sort of swear to God, it's it's um, it's a bit dodge. I'm trying to pick even me stroll out the bath and I'm caving in on one side. <laughs> Can I? Is it, am I allowed to sue? I've seen his small claims, every course. single time, every single time, he just creases me. But it's just our obligatory thing to do. Sometimes they just look at a table and go... You've done him with the lefty, though. I did it with the lefty, and he goes, you said, but you've got your watch on. He goes, watch, it won't touch you. <laughs> Creased him. But then that that left, that right arm, I don't know what he's got. He starts going into goes, like, mathematical... It's all about the angle. I can't do a Romanian accent. It's all about the angles. I don't even know what that <laughs> accent is. Wakanda forever! Wakanda forever! It's all about... <laughs> I can't do it. But they smashed me every time. My arm has not been right since. Yeah, it was good times. Sorry, you picked me up, kids. up. <laughs> Coming to you by way of IE. The Dark Knight wrecked my sex life. Perfect! The what? Hold on a sec. We don't normally interact straight after it. Perfect! But how the fuck did The Dark Knight? I got a semi on watching that. I know, but the thing is, right, do you know when you have netflix and chill remember when uh, you get be loads of dvds and the, the thing is like you'd have your dvds like these little cases there was no netflix right so we used to watch loads of dvds and then uh, when you first start getting in a relationship you have sex halfway through the dvd maybe three quarters way through the dvd maybe even another time and when we put the dark night on we watched the whole thing and then it was like Every time we watch a film now, we have to watch the whole fucking film without having sex sex through it. And then it, it was just kind of like, no, it's, 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 she's chirping in now. I heard that. <laughs> <It's> like, this, <laughs> my God, this movie thing. Yeah, but because it was such a good film, so he wrecked my life. So it's it's Christian Bale, Dark Knight, Heath Ledger, I fucked my sex life. Because now when I watch a film, I can't have sex through the film, I need to see what happens at the end. Did you say he wrecked my life? As in erect or he wrecked? Yeah, well, he didn't erect. He wrecked. Do you ever feel like you get turned on watching any of Heath Ledger or Christian Bale's movies now? No, because now I feel like I have to watch them all, especially Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, I think we can sort yeah. of end the pod on that one, really. We, you know, we talked about <laughs> Big Red's big special day out and... Uh, 
Yeah. From birthdays to me getting my sex life wrecked. <laughs> you know, it's been, it was a it was a good soiree. We'll uh, we'll do it again. I.e. enjoy your special day today. Welcome <clears> to the Thirty Three Club. Belter, hopefully next time you join us that you are not surrounded by as many chicks. Now we have said that you are a bit of a sex pest, but them chicks who were fucking literally sitting right behind you. I think the audio might have picked a couple of up a couple of time like, but uh yeah. I mean they've gone no easy, they've just laid some eggs, um I'll pass them on to you. Ah, I'm all right, like definitely. <laughs> Defo for me. I used to get some don't mean to be uh, vulgar here, but I used to get some eggs off a lad in work. And he used to give me them all the time. And then he said, um, the last load he gave me, he said, his chicken had a prolapse. And I was like, nah, mate, you're all right. So as long as your chicken's done oh. have prolapses, I'll have the eggs. You're all right, mate. Depends <laughs> how big the egg is, I suppose. <laughs> well, like we say, Mikey at the moment is currently surrounded by chicks. That's because he's at home supporting his brother. This is the charity that we're donating to to Mikey's brother who we're looking to get a sensory garden he needs to support so get in touch look back on our previous posts and we'll share another post to Liam's post for his sensory garden any donations are welcome any shares are welcome well, I'm the right guys <laughs> that's my line lad we've been 3 x one pod you've been awesome and welcome along for the right guys <laughs>